Uh, sit there. Yeah, give God a hand. Remain standing as we'll have our scripture over in Romans 6, 13. Appreciate uh, David getting that song for me yesterday. Yeah, you got to have chain breaker every once in a while, don't you? Uh, get you get you in the right frame of mind. Romans 6, 13. God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. The word of God says, do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be in your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Do not let that know when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. This time we're going to go to God in prayer. I'm going to ask Mark Wallace to lead us in the word of prayer. Mark. Amen. Thank you, Mark. All to Jesus. I surrender. All to Jesus. I surrender. There in verse 14 it says, For sin shall no longer be your master. I believe we all can agree today that sin is running rampant through the world today. Amen? Amen. In all shapes, in all sizes, and it seemingly it's growing each and every day, doesn't it? How that sin comes in and destroys a person's individual life, how that sin comes in and destroys families, how sin comes in and destroys communities, how sin comes in and and destroys churches, how that sin is running rampant in the world. And the old devil is using everything that he can, doesn't he? He's making it look so inviting and saying, just come on, it doesn't matter, there's no rules, there's no regulations. There's nothing holding you back from being the person that you want to be. Don't worry about it. And one of the things the devil always uses is nobody will ever find it out. Just live free. Do what you think you need to do. And in society, we see that so much today. So many people living outside the box of what Christianity is all about and not doing that will of God but God said God's word says which leads to death that disobedience will lead to death and having that sin in your life now sin is interesting a lot of folks will say and will tell you when they first started sinning it felt so good it felt like that they could do whatever they wanted when they, whoever, whoever they wanted to destroy other people's lives But sin, after a time, starts to weigh you down, doesn't it? Starts to destroy things and starts to bring you to a point in your life where you wonder what to do. I've sung that song many, many, many times. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to Jesus, I surrender. I surrender all. What's that first word there? I. One of the things that we have to realize as far as Christianity, there's only two people that can get the job done to bring salvation into your life. You know who that is? It's God and you. You have to be the one that says, 
I'm going to pray that prayer. I am going to pray to God and ask God to come into whose life? Into my life. Folks, I want my grandchildren saved, don't you? I want my kids saved. I want my friends saved. I want everybody at church saved. But guess what? Preacher can't save them. You can't save them. It's only you and God. That person has to make that decision. And you have to say, God, I am coming before you a what? A sinner. And I am going to ask you, Lord, for you to come into my heart and into my life. I am going to do that. I am going to make that decision myself. Lord knows. I wish I could just take a big old wand and wave it over everybody and say, you're saved. You're going to heaven. But it's not the way it works. We had to say, Lord, I allow that sin to come into my life. Lord, I allowed those things to come into my life that was contrary to your will. And I allowed the devil to be in control of my life, in control of my family, in control of my emotions. But Lord, I come. What's that next word? I what? Surrender. What's that word? When you hear surrender, what comes to your mind? Well, I sort of think about, well, you're just laying everything down, right? You're saying this is everything that I have. That's a little scary, isn't it? Because you like to hold on to just a few things, don't you? But you're saying, Lord, I surrender what? All. Now, there's a lot of people in the world today that's tried to surrender all to God, but they're just holding on to just a few things, aren't they? Just a few things. They say, God, I, I want to I be a Christian, but can I keep this? Can I hold on to this? Sheila has so much problems with things I like to keep from my high school days. I still have my jersey from playing basketball, my warm-up jersey. I even have a basketball that they gave me that won't hold air anymore that I've got all hanging on to. And if anybody ever came to my house and said, you have to surrender all of those things, I'd say, now wait a minute here. Those are something special to me. Hard to surrender everything that you have. But that's what God wants you to do. God wants your life to be an open book where you can read it at any time. And there shouldn't be anything that is, uh, you should be ashamed of in that open book as you surrender all to Christ. All to Christ. Are you saying, preacher, I'm going to surrender all to Christ and I'm never going to make a mistake? Now let me tell you what. We're all going to make mistakes. But when we are with Christ and we have surrendered everything to Christ, we are saying, Christ, when I make those blunders, when I do those things that I shouldn't do, I'm going to know I did it, you're going to know I did it, and I'm going to ask forgiveness of those things in my life. But how do we do that? How do we get to a point where we surrender every aspect of our life? First of all, I believe that we need to surrender our past. We've all had a past, haven't we? Any of you ever done things you wish you hadn't? The rest of you are good people. Because let me tell you what, we've all done things in our past. I look back at some of the things that I've done in my life and I say, Lord, what in the world was I thinking? What in the world caused me to act? Like that. 
What in the world caused me to say those things? Hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? You can look back and say, Lord, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I allowed those words to come out. Sheila and I have had some couple of times. They're not fights or disagreements, right? What you call them? You have disagreements. And I look back over a couple of those things and I go, I don't even know what we were talking about to get there, right? It just, it just snowballs. Things happen. And they happen in your past. And we've all hurt people in our past, right? We've all done things that we say, why in the world did I do it? And sometimes our past has caused us to hurt people we love, hasn't it? And has burnt bridges and has done some terrible things. What do we do with our past? Well, one of the great things about serving God is this. And you're going to say amen to this. I know you're going to. God forgives you of your past. Amen? Amen. He does. God says, what? I surrender them to me. Give them all to me now. Don't hold on to something. Give me every bit of your past. Lay it all here. Surrender it at my feet. And I am not going to hold it against you. But some people say, Brother Paul, my past is just too bad. I, I, I just got so much baggage. So many things that I've done. So many things. I see people, it is amazing to me. Now this is a very rare occurrence anymore. But I'll see people come to court, start out terrible on drugs and on alcohol and all these terrible things that they were doing and abusing their wife and abusing their kids and doing all these type of terrible things. And their past had a lot. And if you pulled a criminal background check, you better load up the printer because you're going to run off a whole lot of pages of stuff when you looked at their life. But I've seen people actually change over their life when they let go and let God come into their life. I've seen it. I've seen how God could take terrible, rough people, people that nobody wanted to be around. I've seen them how God can change people's lives. Let go of your past. Don't let it control you. That's what the devil wants you to do. He, that's what he wants on your mind every day. Surrender your past. And say, I am not going to allow that. God forgave me. I can what? Forgive myself. And I can move on from where I am today. Today also, you need to surrender, surrender your future. You know, growing up, I used to think about what the future looked like. And I had all kinds of great things lined up about what the future was going to be like. Jill and I was talking the other day about what's the future look like? I don't know. I think this COVID, one thing it's done to us all has caused all of us to say, I think I'm just going to make it through the day, right? And then we'll worry about tomorrow. And then we'll worry about next week. And then we'll worry about next year. But praise be to God, I think we need to surrender our future to God. Because you know why? Because God is going to bless you somehow, some way in the future. He's going to give you something. You need to surrender all of, all of this other stuff. I tell you what, I, I wish we could just get away from this variant and all this other stuff that you hear on the TV every, every day and you 
hear this and you hear that and you hear that. Let me tell you something. God, even though we've been through a lot, God has blessed you more today than he has ever before. And he has given you more today than he has ever before. There is more good going on in your life today than there is bad. But we don't want to surrender it. We don't want to say, God, today and then this future ahead of me. God, I know you're going to take care of me. You're going to bless me. Let me tell you what's so great about the future. You want to know what it is? God's going to be there with you, isn't he? God's going to give you what you need to face the future. I don't know what it looks like. It's a bad day say, what are you going to do after you retire? And I said, I guess I'll go to work. I don't know. What, what, else, what else do you do? I, I don't know. I've done it for so, so many years. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how, what our church is going to look like. But praise be to God, I know something. God knows what our church is going to look like in five years. God knows if I'm going to be alive in five years. God knows what, what's going to happen in my grandkids and my family's life in five years. God knows it. So why can't I just surrender it to him? And say, God, I know you have a plan for my future. I'm not going to mess it up. I'm not going to try to make my own plans and decide what I'm going to do. But God, I am going to decide what you and I are going to do. And I'm going to surrender that to you, God, and allow you, God, to be in control of my future. Also, we need to surrender to God and surrender our present. This very day. You know there'll never be another day like today? You realize that? Most of the time I can't figure it out. The other day, I'm, I still write 2020 on checks. Any the rest of you do that? And, it, and, it, I get, and then I remember it's 2021. Sometimes it's August. Sometimes it's September. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I'm, I'm doing the signing papers all day long. So often, we just take this very day for granted. But you know what? There's some days that you can look back on in your past that you remember those days, right? All of you that are parents remember the day that your baby was born, right? When your grandbabies were born, when somebody special came into your, came into your life, people say, well, Brother Paul, I remember the day Elvis died. Well, a lot of people do. I remember the days when all these other things took place. What was so special about those days that you remember? Well, Brother Paul, it was a big happening event. Well, let me tell you what. Surrender to God today and know this. It was a big happening event because you was able to get out of the bed this morning. Amen? Amen. God gave you breath. When? Today. God's taking care of you. When? Today. God has given you what you need today. Let God know that you appreciate this day. Don't say, well, I wish this has been the longest day of my life. I wish this day would just end. Well, let me tell you something. You've got to live today so you can have tomorrow. Don't wish today away. Let go today and turn it over to God. Maybe there's somebody that you can be a witness to today. Maybe you can be a, you surrender everything to God and you help somebody today. Maybe it's just somebody that needs somebody to talk to and to be there for them. I surrender all. Sung that song many, many times. But how many times do you listen to what it says? I surrender all. All to Jesus. I surrender. I surrender all.
today. Is that you? Are you saying that, yes, preacher, I've that scripture when you read it this morning, for sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under what? Under grace. Today, are you going to allow that grace to come into your life and surrender all? Maybe you're the one today that's got to say, Brother Paul, I'm that I. I am the one that needs to ask God to come into my heart and my life. I've never allowed that to happen before. Maybe today you are that person that says, I come before God to ask for salvation. That'd be great. Maybe you're like a lot of folks are. Brother Paul, I did come before God. And Brother Paul, I did ask God to come into my heart and my life. But I've not surrendered all. I'm still hanging on to something in my past. I'm still worried about something in the future. And I'm allowing something today to bring me down. Today, take that song to heart and say, Brother Paul, today I am going to do what? Surrender all. Today, whatever God's talked to you about, we invite you to come. So we have a closing song, Joe Mark. Maybe we ought to change the last song to 109. That's Congregation Stand Day, please.